Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. I'm Sarah Jacobs. A special master has been appointed in the legal fight over those documents found at Donald Trump's Florida home. The Dow down 173, NASDAQ off 167, the S&P down 45. It is 12 midnight. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Tom Foti in Washington. Ex-President Donald Trump has what he wanted from a federal judge he appointed, at least for now. Here's CBS's Nicole Skanga. A U.S. judge has appointed senior federal judge Raymond Deary from New York to independently review materials seized by federal law enforcement from former President Trump's Mar-a-Lago estate. His assignment to assess materials for any legal privileges that could keep those documents from government investigators. Judge Aileen Cannon refused a Justice Department motion to suspend her order keeping criminal case investigators from looking at those seized documents, even those marked top secret or higher. The Justice Department indicated it would appeal that and quickly, possibly on an emergency basis. That rail strike deadline that was supposed to be coming up real soon, well, forget it for a while anyway. Correspondent Natalie Brand. President Biden announced that a tentative deal has been reached between unions and rail companies after a marathon 20-hour negotiating session Wednesday. The president called the deal a victory for railway companies as well. Railroad companies will be able to retain and recruit workers. The latest immigration battleground between Republican governors and liberal communities is Martha's Vineyard off the Massachusetts coast. That is where Florida Governor Ron DeSantis sent two planes carrying asylum-seeking migrants with no heads up. Here's Nick Giovanni of WFOR-TV Miami. Roughly 50 migrants were waking up in shelters on the island. You don't bring somebody and dumb them over there for somebody else to take care. Volunteers on the vineyard found themselves scrambling to find shelter, food, water, and other services to accommodate the unfortunate seen arrival of the men, women, and children believed to be from Venezuela Wednesday afternoon. A big name retirement in sports, Roger Federer from tennis. The last 24 years on tour have been an incredible adventure. While it sometimes feels like it went by in 24 hours, it has also been so deep and magical that it seems as if I've already lived a full lifetime. Federer won 20 Grand Slam titles. Our weather watch eye is on Tropical Storm Fiona now apparently on a path to threaten the Virgin Islands and Puerto Rico this weekend. The latest track from the National Hurricane Center does take it directly over the southwestern section of Puerto Rico near Ponce, but that is not a locked-in situation. So we could get a close brush of it, or it could get a direct landfall. CBS News forecaster David Parkinson. In London, the line is miles long to view and say farewell to the late Queen Elizabeth. You know, I feel quite emotional about it, really. You know, it's just like a lot of her, somebody really looked after you and really wanted you to be okay. Her funeral set for Monday. This is CBS News. When you're relaxing on a stunning new patio by Long Fence, you know that it's been built to last with old world craftsmanship, that it's been designed just for you, and best of all, that you saved 15%. You know, 15% off this kind of quality is a solid deal. So call now and find out about our great financing for qualified buyers. Handmade custom patios by Long Fence, built just for your home right here at home. Now 15% off. WTOP at 1203.
the Friday morning, September 16th, 2022. Welcome in. Clear, cool, comfortable. This overnight early morning by daybreak, our lows will be in the 50s and 60s. We're at 67 in our nation's capital right now. I'm Dean Lane. We do indeed thank you for taking us along for your early morning ride. Topping the local stories we are looking at for you as we head into this Friday together. Virginia has denied parole this week to convicted D.C. sniper Lee Boyd Malvo. Virginia's parole board ruling this week the 37-year-old is still, they think, a risk to the community two decades after he and his partner terrorized the region with a series of random shootings. Malvo was 17 when he and John Allen Muhammad killed 10 people and wounded three others over a three-week span in the fall of 2002. Now, other victims were shot and killed across the country earlier as the duo made their way to the nation's capital during that period from Washington State. Malvo was convicted of capital murder in Virginia, sentenced to life without parole, but a series of Supreme Court rulings and a change in Virginia law gave Malvo the opportunity to seek parole after serving nearly 20 years in custody. He was convicted of a double murder rooted in jealousy. Now this D.C. man has learned his sentence. Prosecutors say 28-year-old Rendell Johnson killed because... Johnson uh, could not accept the fact that a woman that he wanted did not want him. Prince George's County State's Attorney Aisha Braveboy says Johnson was given two consecutive life sentences plus 40 years for the murders of 24-year-old Trevor Frazier and 26-year-old Raymond Giles, two men gunned down in Capitol Heights in 2019. Assistant State's Attorney Stephen Smith says among the witnesses was the woman at the heart of it all. He told her that he shot Trevor and that Raymond was quote-unquote collateral damage. John Dome in WTOP News. WTOP News Time, 12.05 Friday morning. New this morning on WTOP. Casa Ruby, a D.C. nonprofit that provided transitional housing to LGBT youth, has more than $2 million in unpaid bills, we're told, and should be dissolved. That is the conclusion of a new report from a foundation ordered by a judge to manage Casa Ruby's legal interests. It came after employees there said they had gone months without pay and landlords said rent on properties was overdue. The nonprofit's operations came under scrutiny after its founder, Ruby Carana, was actually accused of mismanaging those funds. It has received more than $9.6 million in grants from D.C. agencies just in the last five years. The D.C. Attorney General's office said last month he believes that Carano had left the country for her native El Salvador. We turned out to an update this morning in the one car crash into Ireland's uh, Ireland's Four Courts Pub, that's what it's called, in Arlington last month. You'll remember that. Arlington County Police say all nine people hospitalized have been released now and that it appears the uh, actual rideshare driver had a medical emergency just before that crash. Police are still investigating. As for the pub, Four Courts managing partner David Cahill tells WTOP this week they cannot begin repairs until the rideshare company's investigation is wrapped up. So a pub in Shirlington held a fundraiser to support Four Courts. The Irish and the Irish at heart turned out to support Ireland's Four Courts. It was standing room only very soon after the fundraiser started at Beckett's Irish Pub. Owner Mark Kerwin owes that to Four Courts owner Jimmy Fagan. The people out there love him and respect him. He's always got a smile on his face. Music, raffles, a silent auction, and Irish dancers added to the festivities. 16-year-old Molly Murphy's been dancing since she was four and many times at Four Courts. And so being able to help a place that has helped me come to where I am today is really important to me. Sarah Jacobs, WTOP News. 
The latest on the end of the possibility of that rail strike coming up this half hour at WTOP, where the time now is 12.07 Friday morning. You're with WTOP, Bank Dean Lane. Your car, running or not, could be picked up as soon as the next day. No title, no problem. Go to carsforkids.org today. 1-877-CARS-FOR-KIDS. Donate your car today. Now accepting donations of land, homes, buildings, or any kind of real estate. It's Friday, September 16th. Welcome into WTOP at 1208. And that's not where we're going. We're going over here. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and son and get $100 off at train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Good morning to Ian Crawford with us in the WTOP Traffic Center. I'd already taken my headphones off. I thought you were coming <laughs> to me after all. We do have issues in the district. We were looking for a crash on I-66 on the Roosevelt Bridge. Apparently, we did not find it there, but they did find a crash inbound on I-66. On the ramp, they would carry you toward the East Street Expressway. Follow police direction to get around, though. No great shakes getting past this one. But in the middle of the night, it will sneak up on you because you're going to encounter it at speed. The rest of the district ride is actually fairly good. We move out toward, toward Virginia across the Roosevelt Bridge and onto I-66 westbound. There is work inside the Beltway before you get to the Dallas Connect Road and the left lane getting by there. Outside the Beltway, the long work zone is going to be after exit 57 for Route 50. Fair Oaks should carry you all the way to the Fairfax County Parkway or close to it with a right lane getting you by. Eastbounders, watch for work maybe mobile work before 29 Centerville over on the right side and then eastbound on 66 at 123 single left past that work more work near the Capitol Beltway and that's two to the left getting by keeping an eye out for any stoppages in traffic as they do or were scheduled to do overhead work on the Gallows Road overpass on the Capitol Beltway interloop work after the Dallas Toll Road is two to the right to get by outer loop they've been setting up along the right side after Exit 47 for Route 7, and then on the ramp from the outer loop at exit 49 to go west on I-66. That two-lane ramp is a one-lane ramp tonight. It's a single left lane to get past that. We'd had one stopped in the roadway on the inner loop near Eisenhower Avenue over on the left side. I think that's gone now. In Maryland, watching this one closely, Greenbelt Road eastbound near Walker Drive near the entrance for Greenbelt Park. We'd had a crash response, and all travel lanes at last report were stopped. Visit Fitzmall.com to find a safe used car. Fitzgerald has hundreds of cars, trucks, and SUVs next to a new car. A Fitzway used car is best. Visit Fitzmall.com today. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. We've got some more beautiful weather on tap. If you've enjoyed the last couple of days, you're going to love your Friday. I like to call them fantastic Fridays for a reason. It's going to be just that fantastic. Low temperatures in the low 50s for the most part, uh, around 59, 60 in the city, but warming nicely. Plenty of sunshine, high temperature around 82. On Saturday, going for a high of 84 degrees. On Sunday, a high temperature of 88, so the heat moving back in. And on Monday, let's cap it off at 90. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. Right now, we're at 60 degrees this morning in Fort Belvoir, 67, Foggy Bottom, 67 as well. This midnight hour, Friday morning, September 16th in Silver Spring, we're at 67 in our nation's capital. This check brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. WTOP at 12-11.
Do you want to seize the moment and sell your home in a hot real estate market? This is Dave Johnson. They connect with Jennifer Young. Jennifer tells me a shortage of inventory is creating an incredibly high demand for single-family homes. In fact, many houses selling in a matter of days with multiple offers. And in some cases, even coming soon properties are receiving multiple offers sight unseen. And remember, Jennifer of Jennifer Young Homes, Keller Williams, guarantees to sell your home at price and deadline you agree to or she'll buy it. So call Jennifer today at 877-611-SELL or online at JenniferYoungHomes.com. Keller Williams Realty, 703-815-5700. This is WTOP News. Good morning. Welcome in. Glad you're with us here at WTOP at 103.5 FM, WTOP.com, and of course, on the WTOP app, where the time is 1212. This week, a tentative railway labor agreement has been reached, averting a strike that could have devastated the economy before the pivotal midterm elections right around the corner. Railroads and union reps had been in negotiations for hours at the Labor Department as a Friday deadline approached. This morning, CBS News senior White House political correspondent Ed O'Keefe explains what the deal means. Essentially, what it does is settles long simmering disputes between some of the roughly dozen railroad worker unions and the companies regarding paid leave. It's as simple as that. They've been wanting more flexibility in taking time off, especially, for example, if you got a personal matter you got to deal with or a death in the family. You know, you can't just get off the train if it's in the middle of somewhere on its way to a destination and go deal with that family issue. So they were trying to sort out some issue regarding that. There's uh, pay increases as well, some lump sum payments for workers who haven't necessarily gotten them in recent years. And they were helped by, let's face it, the most labor-friendly presidential administration in decades. The Biden administration won office, frankly, on the backs of labor unions. Marty Walsh, the labor secretary, is a former labor union organizer who brought them together at the Labor Department for 20 consecutive hours of face-to-face -face final talks at the Labor Department and got them to cut this deal. The president phoned in to the meetings and told them to just keep going. But this is a tentative deal still, right, Ed? And what has to happen next? Well, I mean, you guys and myself and others who are listening undoubtedly are parts of unions. They may have to be or they choose to be. And you know that management and the labor union cut a tentative agreement and it's got to be voted on by the union. So members have now the next few weeks to look this over, cast their ballots, and the agreement includes a few weeks of cooling off period to ensure that it can pass and that things can resume as expected, or to figure out what would happen if it wasn't and there needs to be a rail shutdown. But as industry groups have warned in recent days, about $2 billion a day in lost productivity would occur were there to be a strike. Nobody seems to want that. Democrats and Republicans were willing to take steps as they can in Congress to pass legislation that would have barred a strike. They did that twice in the 80s, and it sounded like Democrats and Republicans were working on doing it again if necessary. Now they don't have to because there's a deal. And politically, this could have been a big problem for the president with just a few weeks ahead of the midterm elections. Yeah, and look, the federal government would get involved in these kinds of negotiations no matter what, given that the railroads are a key industry and the Labor Department obviously has a say in organized labor negotiations. But in this case, it would have been a huge problem for, again, a pro-labor president who is working as hard as he possibly can to convince voters that he's on top of things when it comes to rebuilding the economy, bringing down inflation. Of course, our surveys show that most Americans still don't give him high marks on that. He's eager to turn that around, and the White House will be celebrating this as another example of them doing what they can to help out working-class Americans. CBS News senior White House and political correspondent Ed O'Keefe talking with Mark and Deb. You are listening to 103.5 FM. 
and WTOP.com. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Good Friday morning, 12:15. Our first midnight hit with Rob Woodford. The Connecticut Suns staved off elimination in the WNBA Finals with a dominant 105-76 Game 3 victory over the Las Vegas Aces, led by an epic performance by a former Maryland Terrapin. Alyssa Thomas tallied the first triple-double in WNBA Finals history and a record-tying third triple-double in her career, telling ESPN. Um, That's what I've been doing all season. We've been struggling offensively and finally got a game back at home and my teammates were hitting shots, so none of this is ever possible without Thomas was one of six Sun players to score in double figures entering Game 4 Sunday. Connecticut is 4-0 in elimination games this postseason. Thursday night football saw Kansas City beat the Los Angeles Chargers 27-24, going up for good on Jalen Watson's 99-yard pick six of Justin Herbert in the fourth quarter. Back home, the Washington Commanders first-round rookie Jahan Dotson is the NFL Rookie of the Week. This after only one game in the NFL, while 2021 first-round pick Jamin Davis is still trying to have an impact on the defense in year two, Jack Del Rio. I mean, he's got to play better. He didn't play very well last week. I know he expects to play better, so he'll be challenged to play better. Okay, Jamin, how do you do that? Doing the things I've been doing, like like I said, all offseason, just trying to be more consistent, trying to be more of a playmaker, trying to be a lot faster. So, I mean, I know what I should have did and what I shouldn't have been doing. So, I mean, we just move on from there. On the injury front, still no Wes Schweitzer on the field, and Cole Holcomb was a new addition to to the injury list with a quad in this week's dc sports huddle we discuss how injuries will impact both the commanders and the lines in detroit on sunday rob woodfork wtop sports thanks rob as always 12 17 friday morning on wtop among the top stories we're following on top this early hour that tentative contract deal to avoid a nationwide strike by freight and rail workers has been settled will deliver 24 percent raises and $5,000 bonuses over five years, but it will also address some of their concerns as well about strict attendance rules and time off. A rail strike could have been devastating to America's economy. Federal judge has appointed Raymond Deary, a former federal prosecutor and judge, to serve as the so-called special master to review those documents seized during the FBI search of former President Trump's home last month. And GOP candidate for Maryland Governor Dan Cox is formally opposing the State Board of Elections attempt to begin counting mail-in votes for the November election on October 1st. The Board of Elections is asking the courts to allow it, and Cox has filed a motion to oppose that request. Stay with WTOP for more on these developing stories in just minutes. Beyond King Tut, the immersive experience is a new exhibit celebrating the 100-year anniversary of the discovery of King Tut's tomb. Visitors will experience the wonders of ancient Egypt and learn how modern-day explorers are using forensics to unlock new findings. Be among the first to experience King Tut like never before. The National Geographic Museum is located in downtown Washington, D.C. Sellouts are expected. Book passage today at natgeomuseum.org. Shifting gears coming up this midnight hour on WTOP. Stick around. We'll check out stuff for you to watch this weekend. Good morning. It's 1218. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, Ian Crawford's with us this morning in the WTOP Traffic Center. Lots of work zones popping up in Virginia, Dino. We will start on the Capitol Bellway. The inner loop work that you will find as you make your way from Tyson's heading toward the Legion Bridge. It's going to be after the Dulles Toll Road. Two right lanes getting by there. Work zones pocking the outer, the, uh, outer loop quite a bit after Leesburg Pike. They've been sending one up over on the right side. 
Still with a few delays getting through that one. Then a caller finds another couple of work zones. One on the outer loop after the Little River Turnpike. That should be two to the right getting by. And then after the Springfield Interchange, watch the right side for some other small work zones. Then a big one, a bigger one, I should say, is going to be on the outer loop before the point where the through lanes and the local lanes split apart. And it should be blocking two left lanes. On 66, we've got plenty of work. Inside the Beltway, they've got some work. Before the Dulles Connector Road, a left lane is blocked there. And then outside the Beltway, after exit 57 for Route 50, Fair Oaks, the right lane gets by there as well. Eastbounders, you'll find work after 123 with the left lane getting by. And then before the Capitol Beltway, two to the left getting by, keeping an eye out for any stoppages as they were scheduled to do some overhead work on the Gallows Road overpass. In Maryland... On 95, the BW Parkway, we are good. 270, watch for work out of Frederick southbound before Bucky's Town Pike and a right lane getting by there. Crash activity in Greenbelt on Greenbelt Road, eastbound near the entrance to Greenbelt Park, and we had lanes blocked at last report. On 50 across the Bay Bridge, two-way traffic rolling on the eastbound span, but doing so without delay in the district. Coming off the Roosevelt Bridge, I-66 eastbound on the ramp to the East Street Expressway, following police direction around that crash activity. Ian Crawford, WTOP Traffic. We have seen some beautiful weather over the last couple of days, and that trend is going to continue right on through the weekend. Look for uh, low temperatures, though, on your Friday morning to start off on the cool side. You may even need the jacket when you step outside in some parts of the area, but we're going to warm up quickly, so if you forget it, no worries. The sun's going to do its job, warm things up, upper 70s to low 80s. On Saturday, going for a high of 84. Sunday, a high temperature of 88 degrees as more heat tries to build. And Monday, yeah, look at a high of 90. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. 68 degrees in Annapolis, 56 in Bowie this morning, 61 this midnight hour. Friday morning in Leesburg, we're at 67 degrees and holding in our nation's capital. Again, the midnight hour, this check brought to you by New Look Home Design. The roofing experts call 1-800-279-5300. That's 1-800-279-5300. New Look Home Design. Check them out. WTOP at 1221. Try a new way to travel on Car Free Day. Use transit, ride share, bike, walk, scooter, or telework on Thursday, September 22nd. Take the free pledge at carfreemetrodc.org for special promotions and a free raffle entry for a chance to win great prizes. Even if you're already car free or car light, take the free pledge today and commute with confidence. Visit carfreemetrodc.org. That's carfreemetrodc.org. This is WTOP News. Good Friday morning. Welcome into WTOP, where the time now is 1022. Glad you're with us. Hey, go grab the old popcorn. You know we're going to the movies. New this weekend. Remember when Chevy Chase played Fletch in the mid and late 80s? Well, they've brought back the humorous detective franchise, apparently. This time with John Hamm in the starring role. It's called Confess, Fletch. No, Fletch. Where is my room? <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I, you know, I came here to work. You're just going to be in the way. I am going to keep an eye on you. Okay. You can stay one night, and then we're going to look for a nice mid-range hotel for you. This morning, film critic Christian Toto says you should look for a different Fletch this time around. It is John Hamm slipping into the Fletch character, played famous by Chevy Chase, but it's not exactly the same. It doesn't have that sort of 
over-the-top feel that Chevy Chase brought so memorably to those first two films. This is a little bit grittier, a little bit realistic, but I have to say, I think John Hamm is a fine choice. He gets involved in this mystery involving a dead body. There's some classic paintings that have been stolen. Uh, the woman he's dating may be involved with the situation. He doesn't quite know for sure. Lots of interesting, colorful characters. And of course, John Hamm is quipping away as Fletch is what the character is known for. And he's quite funny and charming. I think, you know, we know him best as a dramatic actor, but he does good comedic performances and I think he's very solid here. The problem I think is the story itself which is just okay. I don't think the mystery was that compelling. Some of the secondary characters that we have to care about just really don't get our interest. So this feels perfectly fine. I think for people who are itching for Fletch again after 30 plus years will be let down a little bit but if you're looking for something kind of sweet and sly and smart that will make you laugh a few times I think Confess Fletch is just right. Now uh, perhaps a little humorously we're not changing subject matter very much as we look at another new movie called See How They Run. My understanding is we're kind of taking the Agatha Christie murder mystery novel and maybe turning it on its ear a little bit. Are there laughs to be enjoyed here and maybe a clever plot on top of it? There are chuckles. I think murder mysteries are always fun to watch. Uh, you know, the Knives Out, now it's a franchise. It's sort of bringing them back to the fore. And of course, Agatha Christie is the staple, the queen of this particular kind of storytelling. You've got Sam Rockwell and Saoirse Ronan are the stars here. She plays sort of a super eager young detective and he's the older wiser and a bit drunk at times guy who's basically sleepwalking through the case and i think that friction on paper should have really worked here it's only quasi effective and i think that it's just something you needed more emphasis more oomph behind it you don't quite get it the story itself is perfectly fine it is whimsical it is cheeky it is fun and it it has a lot of love for this particular genre i think that's what carries the film is that they really do enjoy these kind of mysteries both the tropes of them, the surprises and things like that. So certainly not the best example of a Christie-like saga, but it's perfectly fine. Again, those leads are engaging and fun to watch. There are a few things you won't expect happening on screen. And if you've been itching for murder mysteries and enjoying this sort of mini renaissance, I think this will be fine. It'll be good enough. But I think given all the elements in play and the fact that it's an homage to Agatha Christie's best works, it could have been brighter, it could have been sharper, but I think we'll take it as is. Good stuff to watch this weekend. Christian Toto with HollywoodandToto.com on Skype with Dimitri. You are listening to 103.5 FM and WTOP.com. Here's David and Lisa Stadler of Stadler Nurseries. Stadler's free tree planting sale is back. Now's the perfect time to plant trees for beauty, shade, and privacy. And to take advantage of our popular free tree planting sale. Buy any tree that is $200 or more between September 8th and October 9th and we'll plant it in your yard free if you live within 30 miles of the nursery. Delivery and a one-year warranty are included. Stop by, shop online, or by phone. There's no need to meet with our landscape crew. Call 877-STADLER. At 1225, we check your money news this morning on WTOP. Dow lost 173 points Thursday, the Nasdaq fell 1.5%. First-time filings for unemployment benefits fell for the fifth straight week last week. Freddie Mac says the average rate on a 30-year fixed-rate mortgage has now breached 6%, the highest since late 2008. Amazon will let merchants and shoppers promotional emails for the first time ever. They could inundate inboxes with spam. Jeff Claybaugh. WTOP News. WTOP at 1226. My husband struggled with erectile dysfunction for 10 years. The pills never worked all that well. Now that we've been through the treatments at Monument Medical Clinic, 
our relationship has completely changed. The Wave technology was quick and easy and really did increase his blood flow. Now, we're both enjoying the results. Hi guys, it's Andrew with 